0: You are listening to the Heart of Tradition Podcast. Hello, yes, Daniel the naturopath. I wanted to talk to you today about um, nutrient-dense foods and especially this chapter called Nutrition as Remedy, which you can find in um, the Mysteries of Nutrition, Life-Changing Ideas to Heal the Body. I'm a little bit sick today, um, so um, I'm, I'm usually happy when I'm sick because I always know something's detoxifying, something's coming out. It's rare that I'm sick, but I'm happy when I am. And the sicker the better sometimes, you know, like if I can really get some stuff out, you know, that's really um, that's really good for the system. We spend most of our life detoxifying all these things that are inside of us and uh, so those moments actually help us to <clears throat> clean out the system. So. Um. yeah so nutrition as remedy I'll go ahead and try to read because I think it might be easier um, and uh, instead of just doing everything live but uh, I can kind of go live on some elements of it so this is from nutrition as remedy and you can find the audiobook online right now for free um, after it will be a paid service but for now and um, So, for recovery, reconstruction, to maintain health, to find the will to act, and for stable, focused energy, without the need for stimulants or sugar stimulation. So, point number one, find a homeopath who is trained in the Sankaran system, which is a vital sensation method, through rajansankaran.com, or by searching online for an able practitioner who can help you find your fundamental, unique remedy. Uh, this has been such a powerful thing for me is to find a homeopathic remedy which goes very deep, and not using the typical homeopathy that we're used to seeing, which is you know symptomatic and you know this is taken for that and this is taken for that, and then the 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 dilutions are very standard and you know, these are much higher dilutions, um, which touch much more on a um, you know I guess a more informational system, spiritual medicine something like that. But touching more on an informational system than on a material system and um and having you know demultiplied effect because of it, so check that out. That's one of the keys to healing and to properly detoxifying. There are some people who say that the the vital sensation method and is rejoining what the original goal of homeopathy was which was um as hanneman stated which was to give people back their destiny and i also add to that that i feel like the homeopath homeopathic method when it's done right um also helps us to detoxify um vaccines and so it's almost like spiritually opposing this anti-spiritual vaccine autism spectrum you know where people are shut off from their emotions and moral sphere and there's a kind of a blockage there it's kind of trying to reverse that um so it's not just a little innocent you know thing on the corner it's right in the center but we just have to see it that way um so that's a point number, well, no, they're not numbered, so I guess it's just bullet point. Bullet, next bullet point, reduce carbohydrates intake. Next bullet point, quality organ meats once a week. In a compromised food system, the vital organs and blood are the least compromised. Do not overcook. Dijon mustard sauce, horseradish sauce, or other homemade sauces can help with the taste. An abundance of liver pills are not the same thing, but they are better than nothing or make easy liver pate from this book weekly, which is like a chicken uh, liver pate with potatoes and onions and things like that, carrots. So if on American soil, see the details of the recipe on how to add blood to make up for the impoverished American soil in this key recipe, like pig's blood, pork blood, or um, beef blood or whatever. It sounds disgusting, uh, disgusting, but whenever you get to it, it just sweetens it up a little bit and gives it a little more color. It's actually very neutral, and uh, we just have lost our kind of touch with that. That's in most of our traditions. You're going to find these blood puddings and sausages and black bread in, in Norway, and more chia in Spain. So these are all there. It's just we've kind of lost track with that, and. It's kind of like blood is a little bit like the soil. It it helps uh, in the gut. It's like human soil, I guess you could say. But it's not like we're drinking it. I mean, it's like it's cooked, and so it tastes, it looks a little bit like an omelet when it's cooked, but it's a little sweeter. Very similar to an omelet, just a little bit sweeter. So, um, let's see here. Um, Yeah, see the red-white active passive principles in the body laid out in the omnivore chapter okay so that red and white principle has a lot to do with the testosterone and the not estrogen but the other side the feminine and masculine you know the active and passive principles in the body one being represented by the red and the other represented by the white the white being the um the parasympathetic and all that is relaxation recovery healing um and then the orthosympathetic which would be everything which is active and you know um you know um you know uh, what is it willpower based trying to get you to to move and act and so you need both of these principles in the body to have a healthy digestion and to also have a healthy life so um, you can kind of notice that these red and white principles come together in a lot of foods. so you know Weston Price said that the uh, orange color um, of food was actually a sim- symbol of a certain type of origin of vitamin creation, this orange hue or whatever. And so this is right in between this orange is pinkish hue. This is right in between the red and the white principles. I mean, of course, you need green as well, right? You need like, you know, lettuce and and greens and stuff. But um, so this is just like, you know, I really like um, what do you call it, you know, chopping up like parsley or cilantro, and then putting it in a mixer with like some cold cooked potatoes and it makes this kind of tabbouleh, you know um but so really you know that's a very strong green element there but anyway i'm off track there um so um yeah and these these two elements this red and white element this active and passive these principles come together in a lot of foods that we love you know like the salmon and lox the lox and cream bagel uh you know um you, you also see it in like fish eggs with cream and um um You know, like carrot I know carrot juice and coconut cream or even normal cream um, was used in hospitals to treat tuberculosis back in Germany, so there is they 've understood this whole association of the carotene and the fat and this kind of you know quicker healing and it reddens the skin which anything which reddens like in that way, like the healthy term in Latin is called rubor, so anything that reddens is actually pushing something out you know. And so um I mean unless it's like a cut or something you know but like in general that's a it's a phenomenon of pushing something out to the surface. So um try not to get this bottle in the way. I probably should have positioned that differently but that's all right. Um, so um yeah so those principles are important because you're finding high vitamin concentrations when you combine these elements. And like I said the blood kind of acts on, on the red side and you know the high tryptophan foods and the 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 soy unsoy fed chickens and and um, um, you know cream and 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 um, even shrimp and there's a lot of different foods that have this more tryptophan kind of feel to them and help with um, you know the the relaxation or the recovery phase they help calm the body whereas the other one activates it so So next bullet point, minimum one to two soy-free fertile farmers or duck eggs per day, any way you like, or for the best digestibility, you can poach for three minutes in a small pot with some white vinegar and water, then strain on a towel or mesh. I prefer to soft boil eggs, keeping the yolk raw, then serve in a ramekin with unfiltered olive oil, frontier brewer's yeast, um, not the organic one, the inorganic one, which is actually much less salty um, and a spoonful of fish eggs, um, without preservatives, you know, like salmon eggs or whatever. And these salmon eggs need to be used in like a medical way, you know, like you buy a bunch of them and then they're usually come frozen or whatever at like a Russian shop. And you buy a bunch of them and you take like a little teaspoon per day, you know, and it's kind of like a medicine, you know, you, you hold on to it daily and, and, uh, so you keep it coming in on a regular basis like that. Um, and then uh, also write um, um, you can also beat the eggs with Devon double cream for fluffy French style omelets. Do not overcook. Two to three. Um, uh, the reason we don't overcook the omelets is because you need a little bit of the raw egg protein per day. and the French know that they have a lot of dishes like tartare and different things where you eat the raw egg yolk. And you know, and so you you try, and that way they cook their eggs too. It looks like it's cooked because the flaps are brown, but on the inside it's a little more raw. And they've mixed it with cream and they've you know beaten it to where you're not getting like you know isolated egg white proteins that could be uncooked. Maybe you're getting a kind of a, a mix, and so it actually ends up working. But you have to have good eggs for this. Otherwise, the whole thing doesn't work, right? So soy free, soy free, corn free eggs, basically. Order online amish farms in pennsylvania whatever maybe in your local shops but i doubt it they're not in a lot of shops and they're usually about eight or nine dollars so that's kind of the deal on that you have to get to that price point to overcome the standard feed price point which most people are using and non-ogm doesn't mean anything in that category because non-ogm still soy and it's still the same corn that has Organic glyphosate inside of it, which is insane that it even exists. But they—they're sneaky, so just avoid it in general. You know, a lot of the chickens that I, I used to have chickens, but you can raise them off of wheat alone, pretty much. I mean, they can eat wheat. I mean, I supplemented with like liver and things like that, but um, and then they have to have a lot of grass, right? But um, and worms, and you know, I was, you know, there was a lot of worms after after they'd been there for a while because of the excrement and it just creates that. So they create their own food to a certain degree, but um, but they can, you know, the best chickens in the world in, in France called the breast, they're, they're like, that's the region. They just feed them raw milk and, um, and uh, wheat, that's it. You know, so yeah, you can do a lot with those two combinations. So homemade lacto fermented sauerkraut and its brine to be consumed daily or as needed. Unsmoked canned cod livers from Iceland found in Russian or European shops. Sometimes they'll have a smoked flavor or something. That's okay. But unsmoked, you don't want something to be cooked twice. It's already sterilized in the can. And so now you, you have like a another you know, you don't you want it to just be go through one cooking process, not two. Then the vitamins get destroyed. So, um, and the vitamins are in there. They're less in the oil, actually, in those cans, and more in the, the liver itself. So you can even throw out the oil, but the liver is important in that situation. It's less subject to destruction through sterilization. Um, crab and lobster roe and tamale, um, which in parentheses liver, so that's like the greenish substance that you find inside the lobster head which is amazing and it gives you libido for like three or four days and wake, you know it's a really powerful food that we should never be throwing out same with the crab in america they and the foreigners know about this but america people don't just they just male crabs big leg crab legs and white white crab meat which has iodine in it but you know, if you go for the female crabs and you can get in there and eat inside of it, it's like a red kind of omelet once it's cooked. It looks like a red omelet on the inside. And this is like all called crab fat. And there's even like sometimes roe and all. I mean, it's just much better. Um, I think you can find it in the, male fee- too, the males too, but not just in the claws, you know. So you have to kind of know how to do these things. And, um, you know, I live in a place where near Redondo Beach there's actually a, a huge seafood market where they have all the different types of crabs divided up into male and female. And I think, you know, most Americans wouldn't even know what to do with that. I think it's because the foreign tourists that come through there know the difference between those two and what they're doing there. So they have them divided for a very good reason. Um, So anyway, um, prefer home fried foods using duck fat, lard, beef tallow, half Um, I prefer the half butter half olive oil mix because I've found a lot of the duck fats and lards and beef tallow and things that are in America they're coming from the wrong animals so even the duck fat sometimes there's a good duck fat that comes from Canada you can find it in America you might have to order online that's a good one but I don't trust some of the really white duck fats. It's supposed to be yellow. There's something wrong. I don't know. So I would stick with just half butter oil, half butter, half olive oil, you know, buy like a really good quality butter and then just use like, you know, half and half. So that's like a half stick and then like some olive oil and then let it fry in there or whatever. So our organic peanut oil, palm oil, ghee, some, some sunflower oil, um, Interesting fact, fish and chips were traditionally fried in beef tallow, and this tradition began with frying the tails as they were the least desired. Everyone um, has access to light frying with a butter and olive oil mix. You can even make your own breading using a toasted sourdough baguette run through the food processor or blender. Next bullet point steak tartare, every so often made from grass fed bison, elk, deer, New Zealand lamb shanks, or New Zealand Australian steaks. Grass fed beef heart is another possibility. Australian steak or small farm, unsoy fed animals, plus raw egg yolk and condiments like um, capers and stuff like that. Um, it's best to finely cut the meat yourself so the tartar is fresh, not packaged. You may also sear each side rapidly if you eat tartar more often, as many cultures, including those of Europe, would sear the edges of the meat before eating raw. Cubed grass-fed beef heart has almost zero taste when fresh, so adding some capers, mango, I don't really like mango, but whatever, and egg yolk can make this easy to serve in a small ramekin to those who have never tried it. Pickles, onions, you know, parsley, you can cut all that up in little pieces too. That's kind of nice with mustard. Some people use Tabasco, whatever. Next bullet point. Homemade chicken, beef, lamb, or fish stock, one to three bowls per day or added to soups and sauces, etc. This helps with concentration, overall healing, and mineral absorption, not to mention improved digestion. Also consider the tradition of one roasted chicken per week to increase tryptophan which helps us sleep better. It helps with the digestion because it's lipophilic. So it pulls, um, um, or hydrophilic, the the, the gelatin pulls water towards itself. So when it's in the stomach, it pulls those acids to where they they stick to it and it's a better digestion. Um, um, It's the gelatin, I think, that does that. But um, so also consider the tradition of one roasted chicken, per week to increase tryptophan which helps us sleep better high tryptophan will only be found in smaller french style hens with slender bodies soy free hens less expensive soy free stew hens from farms in or out of state local or smaller than usual hens from specialty shops wild turkey or equivalent you can tell the quality of a chicken by how much gelatin it produces for a soup and how soft or hard the bones are after making a 24-hour broth the long bone shaft section should never break on a side note fresh local raw shrimp ceviche is high in tryptophan most shrimp is frozen here in california but anyway i found fresh shrimp when i was in charleston um cooked shrimp i mean they there's probably still some some good to be had with the shrimp anyway but i'm just you know mentioning it cooked shrimp meat can be an alternative to chicken meat as in scandinavia you will need to combine bacon with most seafood to bring the needed fat with the exception of herring, especially salted whole fish herring found in Russian shops, which is more filling than the vinegar based herring chopped up that you find in stores, or other fatty fish like sardines and mackerel. Um, I use a little bit of chorizo, like I find the Spanish chorizo, which is like not very expensive, that's imported. And I'll use like a couple little cuts of it, throw it in with any kind of fish dish I make just because it helps you to have that satiety where you're like you feel full but you've eaten fish you know it's kind of like a little best of both worlds because i don't really trust a lot of the bacon here um i mean you could probably do the same with like prosciutto you could buy like a shank you know which is not that expensive if you find them and uh, you know because you're buying in bulk and and you could throw that shank in the fridge and it'll last for like six months you don't even need a special knife because you can cut it off in cubes it's really good and so there's other ways to do this, you know, that that work um, without having to get the wrong bacon or whatever in you, which has high estrogen, you know, whatever fats, soy, whatever. So we're gonna stop here and then we'll pick back up on part two. Uh, I left the magnesium on here because it's just one of the best products for everything. So I always talk about it for um, healing the nervous system, etc. That's over at theheartoftradition.com, but we will come back in part two.